This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joining me as usual, Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. And special guest, Butthole. <laughs> you know who you are, who's not here, who wanted to do this, and is now is not here. Today we're going to be talking about <laughs> The Wedding Singer. Ching. It's a bank episode. Hi. Um, yes, Wedding Singer, classic Christmas tale. Oh, wait, nope, not. But... <laughs> Uh, we're doing this around Christmas time, but it's a bang. Hopefully, you don't hear this for a while. But uh, you know, we're gonna do it. So, wedding singer. First off, favorite Adam Sandler movie? Yes or no? No. I'm, I'm gonna have to say yes. All right, all right. Let's hear the reasons for both. Alex, you go first. I like it because I mean, there's a lot of stupid comedy in there, but there's actual, you know, emotions that this movie evokes. It's not just, you know, like his other. Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Happy Hillmore. G- Gappy Hillmore, yeah. Gappy Hillmore. Those movies are hilarious, but there's a little bit more, you know, going on in The Wedding Singer, and it's a bit more, uh, it's a good romantic comedy is what it is. Well, the other ones are just stupid, you know, for laughs, comedies, gag films, if you will. Okay. Scott? Um, this is kind of dumb, but... Of his romantic comedies, this is definitely the most solid one mm-hmm. from beginning to end. Uh, feels definitely the, the, the most well-written. But <laughs> just the Jack happy... Jill? Just the... Oh, Jesus Christ. Just... <laughs> happy Gilmore will always be my favorite just on the strength of the Bob Barker fight. <laughs> <laughs> like, there, there's, there's never been a moment in cinema that's made me happier than that scene. <laughs> So I, I always have that, that special place carved out for, for Happy Gilmore. The price is wrong, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, not <laughs> nothing too deep there. I just love that love that scene, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> All right, and no love for Billy Madison. Billy Madison would be third then on the people's list, at least. We always I was kind of kind of separate the, the movies out. So have the, the winning yeah when Sandler's playing a completely unrealistic character. I feel like that's it's almost its own genre. So you have the two of those movies plus Little Nicky plus Jesus. plus about that movie. Uh, plus Zohan. Like th- those that's... are almost their own thing. And of those, yeah, uh, Billy Madison would be two behind Happy Gilmore for me. Mm-hmm. All right. But my question Scott was <laughs> favorite Adam Sandler movie. So you wouldn't Yeah, no, no, I said no. I said it's it's I know you said that, but if you had to do three, you thought would he would be no, your my third? Top three. Um, wedding singer would probably be there. Third one, I don't know. Okay, I, I was one of the few people that really liked uh, Funny People. I thought he was really good in that, so I don't know if I would place that above Happy Gilmore. I mean, above Billy Madison or not. I haven't seen that movie yet, so I can't judge. Okay. Um. So I I don't know what my I love wedding singer. I think the 
chemistry between him and Drew Barrymore is pretty good. I think that's why they have, like, what, two or three more movies after this? There's 50 First Dates and... I don't know. Babes in Toyland. Yeah. Um, Firestarter. E.T. E.T. Yeah. Poison Ivy. But I, yeah, but I love hockey and the golf thing too. So I don't know. I would probably pick this, just because like I think Alice. It's just an all-around better movie. Yeah, no, I, I definitely but. agree. It's <laughs> as as a film, it's definitely better yeah. than the other two. All right, so wedding I think, singer. I think I saw yeah. a boot come out of that kid. Yeah. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, I guess we'll do a quick synop- synopsis. I'm sure everyone knows, but it's a period film, period picture. <laughs> <laughs> It's a period piece. Mm. Takes place all the way back in the 1980s, <laughs> where uh, Adam Sandler, whose character's name is Robbie Hart. Bobby Hart. Hart. I think Robbie? It's I guess Robbie. That's Rob. Close enough. <laughs> um, he's a wedding singer. He's a really damn good one too. You see, he's good the life. <laughs> He's a life of every uh, party. Um, he's been he's in... clicking. That's me, sorry. That's a nervous... <laughs> I'm not clicking on anything important, just clicking. Okay. Um, um, he's making squares he, on the home screen. Yep, and he basically... He's a... He's a romantic. He's got a long-time girlfriend, and he's getting ready to marry her, and then his wedding day, she walks away from him. He gets depressed. Tries the wedding thing, but he's too depressed at weddings, and his life <laughs> spirals out of control. Sir, meets... I will strangle you with my microphone covered. Uh, during all this, he meets a girl at one of the weddings who's, um, we just said her name, and her name is blocking. Julia Gulia. Yeah. No, Julia. what's her? Drew Barrymore. Yeah. And she what's works her... for the same catering company, or I guess it was the, the reception hall that they have. Yeah. But no, what's her last name? Gulia would have been her last name, but what was it in the movie? Do you remember? Uh, I don't know. So anyway, kind of hits it off with her, starts falling for her, but she's engaged to a real douchebag who dresses like the guy from Miami Vice. Man, I can't think of anything right now. Don Johnson. Don Johnson <laughs> drives a DeLorean. Um, it's a CD player. You play CDs in it. <laughs> oh, you want to listen to some records? No, it's a CD player. <laughs> so the whole typical thing, they're just friends. Or they, you know, they know that they can't do more than that, but they are falling for each other. Blah blah blah. Um, they get together at the end. Spoiler alert. And everything, everything ends great. And it's the '80s classic soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, his best friend's a limo driver. Pretty awesome. Uh, her best friend is one of the Bradys from the movie. Married. Vince Vaughn, not Vince Vaughn, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. <laughs> and she's a slut. Summary. Yeah, what, what, what was her name? What, what yeah, what was her name? Jesus Christ. I'm not even drinking either. The the girl from Hey Dude? I don't know what Hey Dude is, but Hey Dude. Julius let me down. Julia's friend in the movie, the girl that's yeah, married yeah, to Ben yeah. Stiller. Christ, Christine Taylor? And, Sure. In real life, I don't know her name in the movie. Yeah. So yeah, there. She's trying to hook her. Oh my God, she's trying to hook her <laughs> up with her, and that's it. 
favorite, <laughs> name some of your favorite scenes, guys. Sorry, this is a Sunday. We never do these on Sunday. So, so True. going back uh, towards the beginning, um, after his his fiance leaves him the day basically of the wedding. Um, so it was a bad so. note. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, that was gold. <laughs> basically, the the biggest line that they promoted the movie with the. That's information I could have used yesterday. With Adam Sandler doing his characteristic yelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's okay in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, it's he, he doesn't use it too much. Um, and then, you know, he goes to the... Like Jeff said, he's horribly depressed. And he, but he's still doing the, the wedding singing. And he's <laughs> yeah, just bringing down these... He's just getting... He's bringing these weddings down, and he's drunk. And... and uh, he comes up with his own song, though, which is Pure Gold. No, that's a real song. Hmm? Love Stinks is a real song. No, I'm not talking about Love Stinks. Oh, okay. The... Oh, the other one. Yeah. yeah. Somebody Kill Me, Please? Yes. <laughs> that song is excellent. Um, I, I don't know if, like, i almost positive none of us ever did it, but apparently that was a thing, the, the revenge hate song. <laughs> like, people would actually do that, like, in high school and stuff like that. Well, that's <laughs> Taylor Swift has built a whole career on it. Well, this this is true. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, just early on, the, the him being a miserable wedding singer, uh, the eponymous wedding singer. This but is yeah, the best part of the movie. Yeah, but it sets it up like we mentioned before. He's an awesome wedding singer, and that they're at a terrible wedding. Yeah, and the the brother is a drunk who played by uh, Steve Buscemi. And he's kind of drunk. He's embarrassing everybody, talking about how they got hookers one time and everything. And Wait, no, <laughs> and then, no. Was it, it wasn't Buscemi. Yeah, yeah, it was. I thought Buscemi was the other wedding singer. At the very end of the movie, he becomes the other wedding singer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He turns his life around. But no, he's a, he's the guy, best guitar player in the world, little thanks to you, Pop. Yeah, self-taught. <laughs> But Adam Sandler, you know, he jumps in there, he kind of saves the day, makes everybody happy at the wedding, and even has a drunk Steve Buscemi applauding, going, that's a good wedding singer. Yeah, it was like, that's a good save. <laughs> that was classic. That's a good wedding singer. Yeah, and that's like Adam Sandler, at, like, you know, he's being super charming, and then he goes outside, and that's where uh, Drew Barrymore is, and she's helping, to, or he's helping a kid puke. He's being all nice, and then she comes out and talking about seeing a boot come out of him, and he's being all right, you know that voice. He's got oh yeah, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> Talk about your all-time backfire. Yeah. So you mentioned Drew Barrymore again. Uh, yeah. Um, this is my favorite Drew Barrymore movie uh, by far. Yeah. I, I I don't remember ever seeing her like she she seems. Uh, I don't know, she's extremely likable in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that she's typically unlikable, but yeah, as you mentioned with the whole chemistry thing, you you're actually really rooting for um, Adam Sandler to get with her, and her to, to well, they they make the Don Johnson fiance a total douchebag. So <laughs> he's it's, it's kind of easy to see where that's coming from. But he's an awesome heel in the movie. Yeah, and to follow up what Scott's saying, this is for me the most. I've ever liked Drew Barry in a more movie. She's attractive. Her personality, everything, sh- everything shines through. So yeah, you like, you totally fall for her. Like as Adam Sandler's kind of falling for her, you, see why? Yeah, she's super bubbly without being dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. 
and yeah, we have a. Uh, I said we kind of meet Adam Sandler's friend, who is kind of the, the guy who's in all of Adam Sandler's movies. Yes, you know, the two he, guys are in all of his movies. Yeah. That's one of them. <laughs> He's the other guy is not in um, uh, Happy Gilmore. But he, uh, this guy is. Oh, as the caddy, the bum yeah. that he hires as a caddy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Talking about the quarter, the quarterback from Waterboy and stuff, right? The oh, so it's, other, so it's the other guy in Waterboy. Yes, the they're, they're both in the movie. Oh, that, that's what I'm saying. They're both in Waterboy. No, yes. they're both in Wedding Singer too. <laughs> yes. Okay. But his best friend is the guy that's in uh, Happy Gilmore. He, the other guy isn't. Okay. Yeah. Correct. And he has. Also, they both have red hair. Yes, they do. Yes. <laughs> But oh, so the oh, moments when, the, when he first met you, he said he was gonna give it to you. <laughs> what were you gonna give me exactly? You guys are jerks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you told me you were gonna give it to her. <laughs> yeah, that whole scene, that exchange is awesome. Spe- specifically because uh, the best friend, he's wearing like the whole Michael Jackson red jacket. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about the glove? I don't know. That one glove makes you look fruity. I would take it off. <laughs> It's, yeah. uh, tell Tito I said hi. <laughs> yeah, that's the same party where she meets her husband, her fiance, and his friends, and they're just a bunch of douchebags. Yeah. And... Oh man, I heard you got left at the altar. That's so cold, man. It's like you... thanks, thanks for he's bringing like... that up. <laughs> he's like, no, that, he's all like, that. Would, that must have felt like shit. No, man, it felt great. <laughs> yeah. My parents died when yeah. I was six. Why don't you bring that up too? <laughs> Why would we talk about that? I don't know. It's <laughs> cool. So wait, if you two get married, your, your name's going to be Julia Gulia? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Why is that funny? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's grade 8 top choice meat. <laughs> so yeah, I guess we said he's a douche. You don't really know. We haven't told you why he's a douche, but he's, you know, he cheats on her. He goes into the, when he goes into the city, apparently he just cheats on her behind her back and he's like all up front about that to everybody except her but you know Adam Sandler can't do that because he can't tell her anyway because that's weird and it's guy code you yeah. can't tell can't tell what else uh, well, what's his face the, the jerk hole that like, kicked Kevin Smith out of his movie out of his studio what <laughs> I got him my mind is um He's Chris Rock. No. <laughs> Billy Idol? No. Uh. Billy Idol gets it. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. John Lovitz. Oh, John Lovitz John plays... Lovitz. He plays the wedding singer that's going to take over for Robbie when he's gone. and he's. I hate that guy, but he's pretty classic in this movie. Yeah. Those scenes. And I'm reaping all the benefits. Yeah, he's all creepy, and then he just pulls the curtain in front of his face really slow with this look on his face. Uh, gets me yes, every it's time. it's night, and the feeling's right. That version's awesome. Yeah. Also, before I forget, um, I don't know if it's his friend or her friend. They have, like, a Boy George <laughs> look-alike friend. So he's in the... That guy's in the band, like, in... Yeah, uh, Bobby's. Bobby Robbie's band. Yeah. And I think he is called George. He takes over when 
<laughs> like when uh, Adam Sandler's character is taking a break. Do you yeah. really want to hurt? <laughs> and he only has the one song. Yeah, he has the one song. <laughs> uh, Bobby, I think you better get back in there. They're turning on George. You suck! <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> It's funny because everybody's like drinking, having a good time. And then when he gets up on stage and starts singing, everybody just slowly turns around towards the stage and goes, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> the one scene at the very beginning when uh, she leaves him at the altar and it cuts to him and he goes, "Oh God!" <laughs> Mascara running all down his face. <laughs> oh God! That cracks <laughs> me up every single time. Um, I believe the most quoted. Uh, line that I ever used from this movie was when you finally find out that Bar- uh, Robbie Bobby is uh, Robbie te- Bobby. <laughs> I don't know which one it is, but he's teaching an old it's lady. Robbie. <laughs> oh, oh it's Robbie. We established it like eight times. We did? I don't think so. <laughs> You're just not accepting the fact that his name is Robbie. <laughs> okay, it's Robbie Hart. But Robbie is uh, teaching an old lady how to sing, giving her singing lessons <laughs> in exchange for meatballs. <laughs> A normal premise. <laughs> yeah. So well, I don't. I don't think he knows he's gonna get the meatballs. She's just like, oh, he, he's just like teaching her because he's being nice. And then she insists on paying him. He's like, oh, I don't, I'm all out of Tupperware. He's like, oh, well, maybe next time. No, hold out your hand. <laughs> she puts a meatball in each hand. It's sauce dripping everywhere. He's like, oh, I want to. Don't go yet. Just I want to see you take a bite out of it. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, I'm going with this one. It seems heavy. <laughs> he takes a bite. That's a good meatball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's man. Im- it's impossible to have a meatball sub now without saying that line. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a good, good meatball. meatball. <laughs> <laughs> Just with anything. It's like, man, look at the cans on her. Yeah, that's a good meatball. <laughs> I've never heard you say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with Jeff on this one. <laughs> I'm going to have to start then. <laughs> okay. El bundigas. Mmm, el bundigas. That's Spanish for it. Meeple. It's Spanish for the Bundigas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, other scenes. At, at the end, we were talking about he's there on the way to Vegas to get married quickly. Because she comes to... What happens? She comes to profess that he like She actually does like him. And he treats her like a... Uh, like he, a jerk. Because... Yeah, yeah. She, it's the whole classic thing. They both want each other, but they both every time they try to do it, there's a bad circumstance, and they read it wrong. And she, oh yeah, he goes to her house to tell her that he likes her, he loves her, and she's up there looking real happy with her dress on, but she's only looking her happy in the windows because she's thinking about being married to him instead Mrs. of the other guy. Robbie Hart. Yes. And yeah, then, I love it when she's like, "I miss Julia Gulia," and then she bursts into tears when she says Gulia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I always, I, I always hate the contrivance, and especially in romantic comedies. Yes, it's just like, oh, I saw you doing this thing, so I'm just gonna automatically assume that that's exactly what I thought it was, and just go off and be pissed and be a dick about it. Mm-hmm. Love strange, Scott. It's, it's a material world, and I'm a material girl, or boy. Well, you got Max Hedger me there. Oh, this. It, it kind of sounded cool, though. <laughs> m- m- material g- g- girl. <laughs> um, so she, so she gets upset, and then she goes, "Forget the wedding. Let's just go elope in uh, in Vegas." Of course, the dude's all for that. He doesn't want the big wedding anyway. They're flying to Vegas. Robbie finds out. I forgot. He hears from her friend or something. 
So he jumps on the flight to Vegas, and they end up throwing on the same flight. Hey, do you like Flock of Seagulls? No, but I can <laughs> see you do. <laughs> and Billy Idol also happens to be on the plane. Remember, period, po- period piece, folks. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he basically the only, gets... The, the only ticket on that plane is a first-class ticket, and his best friend's like, hey, give me your credit card. Are you going to pay me back for this? Mm, no. <laughs> and he buys the first-class ticket anyway. But what's her face thinks it's hot and gets gets points. Mm-hmm. Huh? So he starts playing the guitar to her that kind of woos her, and then the, the fiancé tries to beat him up, but Billy Idol and Fat <laughs> Bennett from Commando punch him. And... <laughs> Fat Bennett. <laughs> Fatter was Bennett. Already, yeah, fatter I know, Bennett. Fat, fatter Bennett. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody talks to Billy Idol that way. <laughs> and I love Billy Idol's in full regalia. Mm-hmm. The, the leather jacket and the, the guy liner and everything. Yep. <laughs> He's flying in, the, flying in just in <laughs> coach. <laughs> what? No, he isn't. He's well, in first, in first class. Class. Oh, that's right. Oh, cause... That's where uh, Robbie meets him. He's telling a story, <laughs> and Billy Idol says a very, uh, you know, deep saying. He's like, "See, he doesn't respect women. Even uh, women are objects to him." See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another classic. Another classic moment was I actually went uh, first class one time, where one time I was going to Hawaii in the off season, and. Uh, I got upgraded for like 50 bucks more. I was like, yeah, I'll take that. And I get there, and there's like nobody's one other person in first class with me. And they literally came by and handed me a hot towel. And I just started laughing because all I can think of was him not knowing what to do with it and just like <laughs> stuffing it down the front of my shirt. <laughs> like a bib. <laughs> like a bib. And I did the same thing because no one was around. And I was making myself laugh so hard. No, uh, I, I had a similar situation on the way to Hawaii uh, where I got bumped up to first class. And yeah, before the the flight even takes off, they're bringing champagne and the hot towels and the nuts and everything. And like, I double check, you know, th- this is included with the price, right? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't have to pay for any of this stuff because like, I didn't, I didn't touch any of it until <laughs> until I got the go ahead. Mm-hmm. Just like a, I was actually just watching Home Alone, and that's what the cheap Uncle Frank <laughs> says. It's like, oh, I have champagne. It was, it's free, right? <laughs> then he sits down, fill it up, fill it up, please. All right, anything else? Movie rocks. Great soundtrack. <laughs> I actually bought the soundtrack to this movie. Or I got it as a gift. Yeah. Does, does it include the Adam Sandler songs in it? Yes, it does. It, but unfortunately, it includes the uh, rapping granny Sugar Hill Gang Rapper's Delight version, which, eh, I mean, it was cute in the movie, but I don't want that on my soundtrack. Yeah. They should have both versions, I guess. Yeah, they should have. Um, the... DVD that I had, like, I guess they have the rights to songs, but they can't use them at a certain point, so, like, the the music that they're playing while the DVD menu is just there, and you know how, like, it loops, it plays for, like, a minute and just loops? Yeah. It's, like, a bastardized version of White Wedding from Billy Idol, but it's like, ding, 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 it just changes, like, four notes on it, but it's so, <laughs> oh, it cracks me up. <laughs> you should have just used Somebody Kill Me, please. Just, I, mean, I I know what you're talking about, Jeff. I I can never figure that out sometimes why they pick the songs they do for the for the over menu on, on DVDs and Blu-rays when they're so fucking obnoxious. 
like, I can't really think of one off the top of my head, but you know, it's it's never anything that you just want to listen to ever. It's just so you don't linger on the menu and just pick something quick. All right, so just don't annoy the audience. So let's talk about this for a second. Ooh. Do do DVD menus? Like, when DVDs first came out, that was a cool thing, right? Because VHS, there was such a thing as a menu, right? It's all linear, and you run and fast-forward. Mm-hmm. Then DVDs, they, you know, that was a the thing they'd advertise on the DVD cut, like, custom menus, and this menu, and art, and music. <laughs> like, do you care? Like, I don't. I just play the damn movie and let me change scenes. And Yeah, I didn't care. Because there's a lot of DVDs, the old, one of the first generations, that the movie, you just popped in the DVD, and the movie just started. <laughs> And then the yeah. menu was at the end of the movie. But you could always interrupt it to go to the menu, right? Right. Of course. But I still like that better. Then why have all this crap? Like, I'm, I'd never choose anything but play. <laughs> and maybe if it's something like, you know, the Lord of the Rings DVDs will all go to the special features. And even that, it's like, those are different discs anyway. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm interested mm. to see why... Like the big deal with the menus. Yeah, why loop the music? Okay, maybe play it the first time, and then after that, just shut up. I think there was, like you're saying, the novelty at yeah. first, anyways. You know, I think now, like, there should every, every Blu-ray player should just have an auto start function. It should just be built into everything. But now, everything's got the goddamn advertisements that lo- they lock you in. Oh, you got to start it up. You got to download the update for the DVD for the Blu-ray. Oh, I hate that. It's so stupid. Blu-ray so that, menus are so slow. So, so that was funny when I got my my X-Bone. Uh, you got one too? I've had one. <laughs> I was the first one to get one. Because I, I got one. Oh. Um, I I popped in the Blu-ray. <laughs> Scott doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I love it. Go. I, so, first time I, I popped in the Blu-ray, I have to go download the, the Blu-ray player app. I didn't get that at all. Like... Oh, why wouldn't yeah. that be? Why wouldn't that be pre-installed? Yeah, seriously. But also, uh, it beats the shit out of my my regular, just straight up Blu-ray player. <laughs> that thing is slow. First generation. Yeah, yeah. It's massive. <laughs> it's like my I one of the first generation DVD players. I think it's the size of a Betamax. <laughs> might have might as well have been a Laserdisc player. <laughs> it's taking up a lot of real estate. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Since mm-hmm. <laughs> we have totally diverged into this, yeah. I will have to give props to the Xbox One's Blu-ray player because just today I was watching a movie and then I stopped it. I want to play a game, so I took it out, put the game in, and then I went back to the movie and it remembered where I left off, even though I totally removed the disc from the thing and put oh, it yeah. back. Oh yeah, that's actually an option that's that you can do in the settings. You can go remember where you know the movie left off or not. You can. That's a switch. Oh, I didn't do it, so it must be on by default. And yeah, that... it, it is on by default. It's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty sweet. Pretty sniffy. Yeah. Oh, now I've got to fast forward or pick the menu. Oh, oh it's my spot. So somebody, <laughs> since we're going whole, whole hog on this, <laughs> uh, the so an- another question about uh, the current iteration of Blu-rays where they have the the dual layer or the quad layer now, whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. where you can have up to 50 gigabytes of information on there. That's a lot of gigabytes. If, if they came out with a version of, let's say, Lord of the Rings, where you could have the movies on one disc instead of two, 
would you get that edition? No. I would not be it. sorely tempted. The the idea of not having to get up and change this. <laughs> I, think, I think they have that though already, Scott. For Lord of the Rings? Well, they, yeah. they had it for the theatrical version. But like even the, the Blu-rays, um, the Blu-ray extended editions, you still have to have two Blu-rays yeah. for it. Yeah. Which is horseshit. But I think there's a version of Blu-rays that all are on one disc, but there's no special features. And it is the extended version. I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about that. But well, my my greater point being that there should never ever be I know double discs for anything ever again. That was total bullshit too. It was just a direct port from the DVD. First mm-hmm. sign that um, Peter Jackson was not doing so good anymore. <laughs> Lucasing it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, when, anyway, how, how much? Just uh, as a super <laughs> tangent here. How how much of the does anybody know how much of the like merchandising and the back end stuff that Peter Jackson got on Lord of the Rings? Merchandising. Merchandising. Uh, no idea. Are are movie studios and companies even doing that anymore? Because didn't they learn their lesson from George Lucas? Oh, I'm sure he didn't get like Lucas numbers. Yeah, I'm sure that's like the cautionary tale. <laughs> There's some some old studio exec in an insane asylum. Just going, we gave him too many points. We gave him too many points. Because, yeah, Lucas made out like a bandit and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be the Tolkien estate that gets most of it? That's what I'm saying. They bought the rights to the movie. So the, the him and his wife own the rights to the to make the movie from the book. So yeah, I don't know how that works. From I mean, They were producers and everything. So I'm pretty sure they got a hefty amount. Yeah. Like you said, to, to the Lucas extent, no, I'm sure. I mean, not only did Lucas have the rights, he made the movies with private money after the first one. So yeah. um, they weren't doing that with these, right? They were still using MGM yeah. money. That stuff, New so. Line Studios. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure they do pretty well. <laughs> did pretty well. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I don't know. Last I'm just saw... curious like how much of an input he had on the yeah. Blu-rays and stuff. Last time I saw Peter Jackson, he was wasting away. He can't afford food anymore. <laughs> He's all gray now. Yep. He's, He's Obama'd. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Never be a president. Yeah. <laughs> or, or direct six Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> Same thing. All right, guys. It's time to back it on up to Adam Sandler's wedding. I don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> so Scott, what's your favorite scene? I know we've kind of said a bunch, but if you had to pick one... Uh, like I said before, the the hate song, the but it all was bullshit. It was a goddamn joke. And when I think uh-huh. of you, Linda, I hope you fucking choke. Alex, I'm gonna say that scene also, but a close second is when. Linda comes back the next day after she walks out on Robbie <laughs> and like one of his nephews comes up he's like oh Linda hi sweetheart you're a bitch <laughs> hey Lindsay you're a bitch um, I mine would probably be the meat <laughs> I forgot about the meatball scene until you brought it up that could be meatballs. it uh, yeah are you having a mental breakdown? Mental breakdown! Mental breakdown! <laughs> Cuckoo's nest! Cuckoo's nest! <laughs> oh, 
uh, that was a really cute scene with the Drew Barrymore during one of the middle weddings where it's the kids bat mitzvah or whatever or bar mitzvah oh and, yeah that was and, fun and he's off in the corner by himself so he gets her to gets the kid to dance with Drew Barrymore and <laughs> he puts he totally grabs her ass <laughs> then everybody starts doing yeah, it. Yeah, and then everybody. Yeah. All the. Uh, uh, Billy Madison with the P scene. Yeah. Alright, um, anything else? Um, favorite Drew Barrymore movie. Wait, crossover moment. Very favorite Drew Barrymore movie. Babes in Toyland. We already did this, right? Yeah, <laughs> we already did this. <laughs> Alright. Or, or at least I stated it. Yeah, you did. Alright. I don't remember if other people chimed in. I think you actually agreed with me, Jeff. <laughs> I did. I said E.T., but I think this was... I was joking. This is it. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite movie with a wedding in it. Boom. Didn't do that one yet. Okay. Uh, what What was the name of that? The frat one? The frat... Oh, Jesus. Uh, old, old, school? old school, thank you. Just on the strength of the band and that... The, the wedding singers in that movie. <laughs> The Fuck Dan. Turn around. <sighs> Dan Band. The Dan Band, yeah. Gold. Fucking turn around. Oops. Love you, Dad. <laughs> gonna say Princess thing. Bride. That's Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together. Let's see, uh, what some of the good ones, anyways. Uh. Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah, Prince Valium. Who come together in holy moly. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Uh, uh, Game of Thrones. Cal Drogo. And Daenerys. Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> the Red Wedding. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The theme was red. Good wedding singer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they sang the... Oh, I don't spoil it. Yes, there was a wedding song. <laughs> uh, Do you really want to hurt, hurt me? me? It sounded uh, yes. good on, like, the, on, the, on the leer that they were playing. on the. Ooh. Scott, pulling out a history knowledge. Yes. Ancient uh, musical instruments. So all the stars get killed at the wedding. Spoiler alert! What? Que pasó? But at least a pregnant woman doesn't get stabbed in the womb, right? Get pasa la way. Yeah, we should probably edit it out. No, it's been how long? It's been two, a season already has gone by. Yeah. Fuck you, people. Watch Lord of the Rings or mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Watch, yeah. <laughs> Watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> what? <laughs> Go, Watch yeah. Kroll. Go Watch Kroll. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. So since we're sidebarring like crazy. So last week we talked about how I didn't like the new Hobbit movie that much, and the, all of them. I think it's been because of Game of Thrones. I compare the two. Right? It's hard not to compare the two, right? It's dudes and swords and stuff. Yeah. Magic well, dragons. Well, I've, I've, I... heard, I've heard a lot of people from a lot of people that are in the Game of Thrones that aren't into fantasy in general that they get really turned off anytime they go into the heavy magic or whatever. They just want the the violence and the political backbiting and stuff yeah. like that. And the boobies. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not me. I mean, boobies are nice. But the, <laughs> I don't mind elves and stuff like that. I just... 
is Game of Thrones just stepped it up a notch? I mean, every it's more realistic. I don't know. Something about it now has made at least The Hobbit, well, cause which they, is a kid story. I understand that. It's different than Lord of the Rings, but I don't know. I, 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 I really couldn't compare Game of Thrones to Lord of the Rings on, on like a... Like a story basis, like I, I, maybe on like a production value or whatever, but like they're so completely different for me that I can't really. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but if you were to compare it to something else, that would probably be the first thing that would come to yeah, mind. Yeah, no, no, I, I see exactly what you're saying. I'm just saying, yeah. on a personal level, that I, I'd have a hard time like ever saying one was like truly better than the other. I mean, yeah, obviously ones are, are like feature length films, and the other ones is TV series, so uh, they're just. They're, Game of Thrones has a lot more room to breathe, you know. If, if maybe Lord of the Rings had another, another three hours in nope. between the <laughs> between the first three movies to to establish more character beats. I don't know. Well, but, this is, I'm sure the Similarian is coming. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I've I've actually read it a few times. Oh, nerd. Jesus. Nerd. All right. Anything else? It's time for what did we learn today? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> What did we learn? Today? I learned hmm. you should never do podcasts on Sunday because I am messed up and I can't think of anything. <laughs> yeah, you're flubbing like crazy. I I learned that somebody who's not here is a shit faced cockmaster. Yeah, and that man is Brian. <laughs> Brian at gmail dot com. Hey guys, we should do a podcast tonight. That would be cool. Yeah, oh, the two of them. Let's do a wedding singer. Yeah. <laughs> Fifteen minutes before the episode starts, I'm passing out. <laughs> Shit face cockmaster. Dried up stinky dick. Donkey waping shit eater. What did you learn, uh, Alex or Scott? Whoever didn't say that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Alex. Um, I learned that there's this dude on um, Kickstarter that's trying to raise $55 million in order to buy the interview from Sony. I I know this is what we learned, but I also learned today that they're, Sony's probably going to go with head, head with it at some point. There's several stories that were put out today about that. It's not going to be out at Christmas time, but they're probably going to release it eventually. Yeah. So, so that guy's wasting his time. <laughs> Although he's obviously just trying to make a point. Yeah. So, there you go. Anything else? Thanks for listening, everybody. 